Friday, Friday, Friday. Friday. And it's the dose. We're back on this fresh Friday. Welcome. This is Mark Hutchins, Jeremy Clevin, Byron. Yes. He's back over there behind the glass auditing us. James Wexler, back in the house. Sir, happy Friday. Thanks you. Thank you very much for being here again. And uh, uh, we appreciate it. It's, it's been nice talking about uh, some some old school stuff that fully works today. We were talking greatness tracker, mindset, commitment, all that jazz. So still just diving back today. more into that. Yeah. Yes, and it, rings, it definitely rings true today. I would say... As far as technology, the only thing you really need is your, your pen phone. and your greatness tracker and your phone. Maybe a laptop. You, maybe maybe maybe, like maybe a basic doubles, CRM. I don't yeah. even remember the last time I pulled sure. out my laptop. Yeah. If I'm I guess if you're writing offers, but that's sort of your office computer, your home right, computer. Right, but in right. terms of getting yeah, business true. and closing business, if you have your cell phone and you're tracking your calls. You'll find a place to go write a contract and, and some your type of CRM for for staying in and touch. I love I your assume. system. I love your system for tracking calls, by the way. So let's. What is that? Yeah. What sure. does that look go like? Go over that. Yeah, and it's a good. Most people talk about CRM and they always ask what CRM to use. Again, when you're new in the business, you probably don't have thousands of right clients to track. That's a good problem to have. I would think of steps prior to that. You could to probably right. do on a pad of paper or a spreadsheet or through Outlook something pretty basic until you're really getting a thousand leads. And when you're there, you can invest in a CRM. Look at the one that works best that you'll use. Because clearly you have a business and leads and you're yeah. going to be Good making point. money. But to go out and focus on the CRM, I'd get a pad of paper, or the, ask these guys for the greatness tracker and, you know, get unlimited cell phone service. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. How, do you, how, do you, how do you track those calls? So my first job was on Wall Street and I had to call. And in order to get your license, you had to call. And I was at Lehman Brothers and you had to make 200 calls a day. And that no may doubt. not sound like a lot to people, but that was before auto dialer. Right. You guys promised you wouldn't say how old I was. So <laughs> we were there. It's before the days of Mojo and things like that. Right. Yeah, we so we just had two phones and you dial on one and it, it was speakerphone. And then if, and then while that was ringing, you dial the other. And if someone picked up, you'd hang up on one and you'd talk. So all of the most successful brokers were not necessarily the smartest guys, the guys who had MBAs. They were the people who made the most calls almost across the board. Most at-bats. The first one in, the last to leave. People worked on Saturdays, even though we weren't paid to work on Saturdays. By salary standard, we knew we'd build our business, so we came in <clears throat> on Saturdays. And they track all those calls. So when I got in the business, I said, well, I have a cell phone. I need to get clients. So my goal was to talk to more people. And when I say people, there's three categories. People who can buy a house, people who will sell a house, and then <clears throat> referral partners, someone who can refer you someone who buys a house. Mm -hmm. So those are the only three people that count. Yep. Lenders don't. Title companies, sorry. Scheduling inspections. They don't. They don't make you money. So unless they're referring you business. Right. That's part but of that's a referral category. partner. And be honest about that, right? Lenders, <clears throat> who I love, of course, always say they're going to bring you business. But be sure that they are really referral partners before you count them as a valued phone call. So people can buy a house, sell a house, or refer you to someone. And my goal is to talk to more of those than any realtor in the Valley. Now, I know that's not true, but that was my mindset. And we talked a little bit mindset that I have to each day talk to people in those categories, not one a day, two a day. That's just not enough. If you're only 
having two or three phone calls per day with potential buyers and sellers or referral partners, you're just not going to succeed unless you just happen to have a great, great relationship who's referring a lot of business. And that's not who we're speaking to generally today. We're talking about people who are starting from scratch or who don't have one you know, power partner, if right, you will. Right. Yep. I love your practice of, uh, and this is what I was t- trying to dig in. I love your practice when you're trying to evaluate an agent, like how many calls, how much prospecting are you truly doing? Show me your phone. Let's look at all of the calls that you made yesterday and literally delete all the calls that, you know, your brother, your friend, uh, the lender, title company, delete, delete, delete. And then how many are remaining and truly do an audit on how many outbound, true money-making prospecting calls you made to, to do an audit. I love that. So I don't want to put anybody on the spot. So I we do. should put some people on the spot. I think you yeah. should. I think you should put yourself on the spot. But when you get into bed tonight, look at your phone call history and start swiping yeah. family members, friends, lenders, title companies, appraisers, other realtors, yep. and see how many calls are left. Just delete, 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 and see from today, or you can do it now from yesterday and see how many productive money-producing phone calls you made. And it's a great task. Each night I used to do this, and I still do. What did I do today? Because you will have to talk to a lot of people using your phone to generate business. So at the end of the day, if you have one or two productive calls, you have to say, did I really work today to build my business? Right. That's the thing. I think it's a consummate, you know, evaluation of busy versus productive, right? You know, oh, I did all these things. I scheduled this. I did that. I made arrangements here. I'm dealing with my client. Help that, 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 that. Yeah, reactive. But like reactive, reactive things, or... right? Like, but was it truly productive? Was it a productive day? I love that practice. That's an important distinction because you asked about work ethic. I really see most of the agents who work hard. I just don't know if they're being productive. Very few people are just hey, I'm kind of a lazy guy. They don't have that mindset in this business. I think what they're doing is avoiding or not focusing or not accounting for the money-making activities they're doing. Mm -hmm. They're going to inspections. They're going to the realtor tours. They're going to the office meetings. And maybe they have one appointment and they say, well, I had a busy day. And they did have a busy day. But remember, your job really isn't to be a realtor. It is to generate leads Right. At first, it's yeah. almost like lead gen and facilitate. If I have a friend who started a restaurant, he's a great chef. He always had salary jobs, but he's no longer a chef. He has to get people in his restaurant. It doesn't matter how good of a cook he is. If he can't figure out how to get people into his restaurant to try his food or believe in his food. We just said the other day, we're point. all in sales. <clears throat> the other day, we're all in sales. Treat it accordingly. Yeah. Act accordingly. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's, it's funny you, you know, mentioned the, the restaurant aspect. And I think that's why a lot of these chefs, uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, that are great, don't do well in the uh, uh, opening of a restaurant because they're not, they've never been a business owner or like you said, they were salaried or not a business person where, you know, when you cook a great meal, you assume that folks are going to just come to it and eat it and, oh, this is great. But you're, like you said, that's, it's a business now. It's not a, it's right. not a it's not, you know, feeding your, your friends or cooking at a restaurant that you're a salaried position in, you know? Well, the most successful restaurants in the world don't necessarily have the best food. They have the best service, best service, best Best marketing, best sales, best client retention. Yep. Yep. I always say you could serve a a decent meal, you know, as long as it's not garbage, you could see it, you could see it, uh, a decent meal 
And if your service and your ambiance and your everything is perfect from start to finish, they will come back and bring friends and rant and rave and all that stuff. So that's a unique way of putting it. So, um, you know, the other part too, you were saying on the, the, when we started on the CRM aspect aspect and we kind of didn't go further just cause there's no need to, and, and we're not going down that path, but you made a good point where it's to the one you are going to actually utilize and the one you're actually going to put into action. And you're right, a brand new agent, right? They're new. They don't have a, a bunch of people to go back and put in or ex-clients. So they can set it up to begin with through something like Outlook. Now with, with Gmail, you could set up the basic services in there. So at least they have something. And then when the time comes to invest, is that pretty much what you did is what you're saying? I think that technology <clears throat> can get in the way. I mean, I joke around the technology you need is your cell phone and a piece of paper right. and a pen. At this point, of course, a laptop or access to a computer, but people start focusing on drip systems and bomb bomb and these other slide dial and texts and these complicated CRM. I think it distracts you and it turns you into that passive agent where you're spending your time thinking your business <laughs> yeah. comes in. Yeah. Thinking and, that's the, the, yeah. the, the secret uh, fairy dust that everyone's been looking yeah. for for a hundred years. And there's, you know, when you, that's, I guess you would consider farming. You're planting seeds, hoping something grows. But when you're new in the business, and I think if you're any growth phase of any business, you still have to hunt for new clients. Yeah, you're a hunter by nature. But when you plant the seeds, you got to water it. You've got to do all those things to get them to grow. That's so that's the, what's that look like once you do plant them? But, you know, we didn't have fancy CRMs when we started either. It was, it was just do it, you know? I mean, an Excel spreadsheet, right. which somewhere it probably still exists. And, but. and you guys have grown to one of the most successful teams here or successful brokerages in the Valley, starting off without a CRM. So clearly yeah. it can be done. I don't think the fact that your competition, which we'll speak about maybe tomorrow has CRM and you decide not to use one is going to give them any competitive advantage. Interesting. Well, you gave us the hook, so we'll stop there today <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go into the weekend. Be back Monday more with James Wexler guys. Thank you. And thanks to our sponsors. VIP Mortgage and Alliance Property Inspections. We'll see you. See you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>